You're listening to DraftKings Network. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Make it a double. More like double dribble, am I right? Some basketball show. I'm not drunk enough for this. Welcome to Oddball. That's right. Mino Hassan, Charlotte Wilder. We're back in New York City. I can tell because I had to avoid different stains on the ground of questionable origin. Hell yeah. Oh, the city in the fall. I Mwah. love it. The leaves are changing and I'm... the dogs are dumping. Or maybe the people. Who knows? Great show for you guys today. We got... It's Wednesday. So, Charlotte, what are we doing on Wednesdays? Word count. So, Wednesday. So Charlotte might unveil a new counting strategy. You don't want to miss that, I guess. Uh, we're also going to have our season preview show. We're going to pick awards and stuff. But it's not me, and it's not Charlotte, and it's not like smart basketball people like Mo Dakiel or whatever analysts from outside there. No, no, no. We went to the people who know best. Comedians at the Comedy Store in Los Angeles. Yeah, you don't want to miss this. The Roastmaster General Jeff Ross stops by and helps us pick some awards. But first, Charlotte, we actually have games to it talk started. about. It started! I that? mean, there's basketball! I almost, I almost shed a tear last night. They tipped off, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be able to have a take based on something I watched. It was so thrilling. Not something from months ago, right? No. Uh, also, we're going to, I'm going to Celtics Knicks tonight. You are going to. I'm going to Cavs Nets. So, with the the, the great journey begins. Yes. Right? The journey of a thousand <laughs> steps. And one of these teams is going to be playing for a championship. Ooh, wow. Which one will it be? We'll find out. But last <laughs> night, you yes. had. The Lakers and the Nuggets as our opener, and then we had Suns Warriors closing out the night. Let's start with Lakers Nuggets and ring night. Ring night. And I got full disclosure. I said I'll take a little nap right before, and then I'll wake up and I'll watch all the ring night ceremonies in the game. And I woke up with them kind of like getting ready to jump ball. Like, wait, did I miss it? <laughs> it's the worst feeling ever. Oh, I hate that. But what did I miss? Well, you, well, you missed uh, a real show, Denver. It looked great. Um, it's funny, though, because, well, I was just, I always get annoyed because they give it to, they're like, and now the ring night. And it's like, owner Stan Kroenke and general manager, his son Kroenke. And you're like, oh, my God. And then they get the rings first. And everyone, That's his name, by the way. His son. His son S-O-N. Who cares? Yeah. Who, literally, who cares? His well, name's Josh, okay? Yeah. Josh, I care. I was going to say John. Anyway, um, and then all the players got their rings. Yeah. And some of them did, you know, gestures 
Jamal Murray did like a weird hand thing that yeah. like wasn't quite the arrow, but w- I don't really know. Uh, Contavious Caldwell Pope did a, a, a gun, which yeah. was a, a choice, um, in front of Adam Silver, and he didn't get suspended. There so, um, See, soft on crime, Adam yeah. Silver. <laughs> I'm going to start doing the political campaign ads. We need, a co- we need a commissioner who's tough on crime, and it'll be me, like, with my foot up on the table. Yeah, and you're... <laughs> um, with a jacket over my shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, though, I mean, Jokic uh, seemed sort of happy about it, but mostly I was thinking, like, if I'm the Lakers, they said, the announcer was like, on the road to the finals, they swept the Lakers, and I was like, isn't it enough that they're they're watching this? I don't know. I have a hot take. Okay. Look, I love banners, and I love the ch- celebration and all that stuff. My hot take is the rings are ugly. I I, I'm not saying I'm not Denver's rings. I'm saying rings in general. Like, it's become this gaudy, dick-swinging competition. Like, oh, I had, like, 18 billion diamonds, and my <laughs> shit is bigger than my fist. I literally have to put my fist in in order to wear my I'm like, guys, what are we doing, man? I know. The, the Nuggets had a ring within a ring, and it's like just... They're not. They're not good looking. They're impressive. They're you, not good like, looking. You, you, can, you can never really. First of all, you can't wear it anywhere. You just look like a complete douche wearing yeah. that thing. But second of all, it's just it's it doesn't look nice, right? Like I know they're trying to go for like all types of Easter eggs in there, and like these like seven gemeralds, gemeralds right Gemerald. here <laughs> represent the seven game series in which like no man, right. and this here represents the game in 2014 where they lost on the last day of the year and didn't make the playoff like. Honestly, just give them a nice gold signet ring with like their initials on it and then the money that they would have spent on the ring. That's what I would want. Other funny thing about ring nights, right? Like, so typically, not every organization because some people get a little cheap, Mm. but everybody gets a ring, but not everybody gets the ring, right? Really? So I think, so obviously the team, the trainers, the assistant coaches, the general manager, uh, they all get the the real deal ring, right? The own all the owners they they get the real deal ring. But then, like the next level down, yeah. Like for instance, I was a director of basketball operations. Like I would have gotten a ring that would have had maybe one diamond on it. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm lucky, and then everybody else in the organization, like sales and marketing and stuff, they get like a, a ring pop. A, yes, <laughs> but it looks just like it, right? It's massive a and replica. gaudy. Massive and gaudy like the real ring, but it's a ring pop, and there's no actual metal in there. Oh, my but, God. Well, what did you think of the actual game once you woke up for Lakers-Nuggets? I, I mean, I thought the, I thought what was going to happen was, all right, the Nuggets are going to come out in the first quarter, and they're going to be high off life and high off of this this banner being raised, and the, the crowd is going to be so into it, and they're going to come out to a massive lead. And then the adrenaline is going to wear off, and mm-hmm. the Lakers are going to chip away, and all of a sudden we're going to have a game. And we'll see, like, who wins at the end, right? And all throughout, like, the first half and start of the second half, I'm like, "Mm, just as I predicted. (laughs) I was very, like, I was feeling myself. Yeah. And then the Nuggets said, nah. And this highlights a couple things. One, the Nuggets, really good team. Still know what they're doing. That happens later, I think. Yeah. (laughs) That hasn't happened You'll get it in three minutes. There you go. Uh, But the other thing is, I had a lot of questions about the Lakers, particularly around shooting. Mm-hmm. Like, do they have enough consistent shooting? D'Angelo Russell, good shooter. Austin Reeves, Gabe Vincent, uh, Cam Reddish, 
these guys are all streaky shooters. They, we believe they're good shooters, but they can go through stretches where they don't, where they don't make shots. Mm-hmm. And then you got guys like Anthony Davis, uh, LeBron. Who am I missing? I'm missing. Oh, Rui Achimura. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, maybe I put LeBron in the streaky in the streaky group, but like Davis and Achimura, not shooters. Right. But they've had stretches where they shot well, and now everyone thinks they can shoot. So a lot of question marks at the perimeter shooting, and last night I think we saw a little bit of that. Yeah, well, Anthony Davis didn't have a single point in the second half. Well, and what else is new? So um, the other thing uh, in the short time we have left is that the, we, have left. <laughs> we have 55 seconds. Really? Yeah. You're supposed to give me like a hand I did. Signal. I gave you two, did and then you? I gave you one. Didn't see it. I was very stealth. <laughs> yeah, the- um, is that Kevin Durant went back to the Suns and it didn't really seem like a big to deal? Yeah. Sorry, yes, to the Warriors, except when Steve Kerr put his armor on him and they were laughing as an old lady fell on the ground. That was wild. And then she left waving her towel and I thought that was pretty metal. I thought, well, first of all, it's like, at first I thought, oh my God, someone just died at the game. I know. Like, that was the first thing I thought, especially because it's an old person. Yeah. But then as she's walking out, she's waving the towel. I'm like, oh, look at me, Louise, over I here, loved man. It. I loved it. <laughs> And then we're going to the games tonight. Going to the games tonight, man. So what are you most excited for? To see the Celtics play. Well, now you know Marcus Smart won't be there, right? Yeah, and you know that he found out he was traded from a Shams tweet. That's kind of crazy. You have the exact quote, right? I do, and that's all the time we have. Oh, never mind. (laughs) Oh, Oh, it makes a sound. All right, Comedy Store next. Welcome back to Oddball in Los Angeles. I, as you can see, I'm right here at the world-famous comedy store on the Sunset Strip, right in here in Hollywood. And you know what? Every year, you get a bunch of NBA shows doing NBA previews with NBA experts and former players and analysts and journalists. And I said, I don't want to do that. What we're going to do is we're going to get the foremost experts on basketball, comedians. We're going to ask them a bunch of questions, and as you can probably imagine, they go off the rails pretty quickly. Come on and let's go. Comics no competition. They're good under pressure, just like ball players. Ben Simmons has had a really good preseason for the Nets. What else is new? <laughs> Do you no longer trust the process? The process ruined my life. This guy doesn't talk. Does he need a microphone? Who's going to win the East? Tom Segura, dude. Tom Segura's going to win the East, dude. <laughs> Who's going to win the West? Man, knowing my luck, probably James Harden and the L.A. Clippers. <laughs> Who's going to win MVP of the league? They love giving it to somebody who hasn't gotten it before, and they're, they're kind of coming off that run of centers with Giannis and uh, Jokic and Embiid. So let's go Luka. I feel like they're dying to give it to Luka. I love Steph. Do you think he's ruined basketball for kids? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Like it's just like people are like, "Oh wait, we don't have to dunk." Cool, dude. <laughs> Who's gonna win the championship this year? Yeah, it's the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, there's nothing funny about it. <laughs> Jeff Ross. Jeff Ross. Yeah, we're Jeff yeah. Ross is everyone's champ. I go to the Garden. I'm a New Yorker. Let's say you are presented with the opportunity to play halftime at the Super Bowl, uh-huh. but you gotta do it dressed as either Kyle Kuzma. Or Russell Westbrook. I'm a little too sensitive, uh, self-conscious about my my chest hair. Uh huh. So I think I think I gotta go Kuzma. No, it looks like a, a Missy Elliott video in the '90s. I, I'll wear that. Why is he dressed like Lunell? 
These guys look like they got dressed in the dark. <laughs> My boobs are a little bigger than Westbrook, so I think I would look pretty good. Funniest NBA player. Blake Griffin's performance in the Baldwin roast was was next level. I roast battled Blake Griffin, so we know we have solid proof. He was super funny. His timing was great. I consider him a comedian and a basketball player. Dude, I got to say, though, Blake, when he did it versus Jeff Ross, I was like, you know, like, that was shocking. Best basketball playing comedian. Sandler off top is tough to beat. Like, I love what he's doing. Just showing up to, like, New York parks and and Jenko jeans and button-down shirts yeah. and just smoking people. I love Hoop, that. Hooping in a button-down shirt is wild. Yeah. Like, that's a, that's a real commitment to it. I can barely hoop in any attire, but if it's not like shorts and a t-shirt, I have absolutely no chance. So I respect that. Tom Segura, because I actually think he's good, but because I feel like he's like got a little of like a redemption thing to him after okay. the, after he broke his ankle, yeah. he would train. He's also lost all that weight because he's just trying to get up Burt Kreischer or something like that. Pat, what's more likely? You score on Jimmy Butler or Jimmy Butler beating you in roast battle? Oh, hey, Jimmy Butler's a funny mother. Jimmy Butler could for sure take me in a roast battle. Really? 100%. Wow. Yeah. Wow. No, I couldn't even score a, a basket on, on you guys. Like, <laughs> I think both is the answer. I think it would beat me at both. I could definitely like knock down a three against Jimmy. He's, he's not that tall. What's the best basketball movie of all time? Air Bud. Take that. The one where Adam Sandler played the scout. Oh, Hustle. Hustle. N- nothing's ever touching white men can't jump. Yes. That's Good number answer. one. Hoosiers is the most overrated movie yes. I've ever seen. Answer. Yes. Two for two. So I would put it in, in terms of my personal enjoyment. It's ahead of Hoosiers. Um, I don't know. He got game, maybe. He's on night. fire right I now. I enjoy, yeah. you know. Someone uh, this guy. It's, it's, on, it's on the Rushmore. Do you think you could beat Andrew Bynum bowling? I think I could beat Andrew Bynum at anything. Wow. You name the thing. Um. Thank you, Amin. Learned absolutely nothing. Yeah, it didn't quite work out the way I wanted it to. It turns out comedians aren't so great at reviewing basketball or predicting basketball, but they're funny. You gave, I, it, you gave it a shot. That counts for something. Sure does. Shout out to the Comedy Store. Shout out to Jeff Ross and Brian Moses for helping us make that happen, though. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. You guys think the Timberwolves can beat the Nuggets? Anthony Edwards is plus 1,300 to win finals MVP. Wow, that's putting the cart before the horse. And if your team isn't in the playoffs, you can wager on who's going to win in the draft lottery on May 12th. And if you're new to DraftKings, you've got to check this out. New customers bet five bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and use code oddball. That's code O-D-D-B-A-L-L for new customers to get 150 smackaroos in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 
Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today's Wednesday. I have a sheet of paper with a bunch of questions here. I'm going to ask these questions to Charlotte Wilder, and she's got to answer them in 10 words or less. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's Word Count Wednesday. Word Count Wednesday. I have a new way of counting today, I mean. Are you going to unveil it for us now? No. Okay. I'm going to do it in the moment. I'm really excited. I can't wait. Mm, I'll be honest. Okay, Charlotte, question number one. What is going to be Jokic, Murray, and the Nuggets' biggest struggle this season? Okay. Depth. Mm-hmm. Bench. Whoa, 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 whoa. Had 22 of 119 points. Shoot. Points. And stamina. I'm mind blown by Did the counting. Did that take away from the content? I didn't hear you a didn't word hear you t- said. I was I just like <laughs> watching a tennis match. Pa, pa, backhand, right? Really oh. cool. Really so, cool. Depth. Depth. The bench had right. only 22 of 119 gotcha. points. Okay. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, sorry. I also do think that um, Christian Brown is being asked to fill some pretty big shoes in terms of filling in for Bruce Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't spell their names the same, no. but whatever. It's really annoying. I'm going to get over it. Um, but they still looked really great. I thought they looked, I thought they still definitely know what they're doing. Um, but that's what, if I had to choose, I would be like, well, they probably are going to get tired. So I just want to give everybody some background here. Charlotte's dream is to be one of the disembodied voices in a documentary (laughs) from sports talk radio when they're saying that someone couldn't do it as the guy's driving into the arena or whatever. Yeah. I want Charlotte's dream to come true with the line. They definitely know what they're doing. Like, that's the line right there. <laughs> All right. Well, from your lips to the sports god's ears. I mean, are you ready? Uh-huh. Between Durant, Booker, and Beal, mm-hmm. who will have to adjust their game the most, and what will they need to do? Beal, because he's the worst of the three. And then I don't know how to do two words I got to do. Um, got you. Period. Find windows. Hey. He's got to find windows, right? Impressive. So for most star NBA players, it's really not about how many shots did I get. It's mm-hmm. about coming down every time down, the ball's in my hands. I'm touching the ball. I'm coming off of pin downs. I'm posting up. I'm ISOing. Whatever it is that I'm doing, right? Like I've got hand on the ball and whether I pass it or I shoot it doesn't or I get fouled doesn't matter what matters is I'm in the flow and then when you're asked to take a small role particularly in a situation like this yeah you got to find windows meaning like they're going to be like three or four times out you're not even going to touch the ball you're going to run to the corner 
and some other stuff is going to happen. Or you're going to run to the corner, and then you're going to run you know, up the, the three-point line for a down screen, but that's only to divert attention from the defense from the real stuff that's happening there. So there is a lot of, like, by the time I get the ball, it's like, oh, man, this is, like, my first time touching in a while. Right. I don't, like, I'm not in rhythm or in flow. That's an adjustment that he's probably going to have to make because the other two guys, I think, are better playmakers, and they're also better players. Wow. That. Wow. Basketball Impressive answer. analysis. Yeah. Okay. Charlotte. Yes. You have to pick between Zion or Ja for the rest of the season who you got and why. Uh... Zion. The all uh, counts as a word. LOL. Uh-huh. And, and LOL, right? Because Jaw out for 25 games. Also, I just think Zion looked pretty good in preseason. And when he's on the court for the Pelicans, he had what? I actually even have a stat here. I mean, not to brag. He, oh. he averaged 25.8 points and seven rebounds per game in his career. Yes. And I know that Jaw is also very good, but I feel, I mean sort of a battle of the off-court issues. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm going to take it. Zion because he would be there for more of the season. The crazy thing is about that stat line is not the 25.8 for his career. It's the fact that he shot like 60-something percent. And I think if you look it up, how many people have averaged that many points with that high of a field goal percentage? Like, nobody. Nobody. <laughs> no, it's like, it's just him. So I just want him to be good. I just want this to be his year where it's like, he what he I mean obviously we know he's good we, he's spectacular but I want it to be sustained. Yep. All right. Sign your move. Okay. Your first <laughs> your first impression about Chris Paul and the Warriors looked and why? Incomplete because Draymond didn't play. Have that second hand. I don't even need it. Yeah. Just chop it off. It's funny because. You know, the Suns played without Beal as well. And I was thinking about that during the last question. I said, should I mention the fact that whatever they're doing, it's, they're not going to be able to continue to do it when everyone's there because right. there's a certain amount of oxygen that existed last night for both teams that won't exist when they're fully healthy. And for the Warriors, it's not just that Chris Paul gets to start when Draymond's not out there. It's whether he starts or not, it's if Draymond's out there, he's the guy who traditionally has been the playmaker for the Warriors. Right. And now you've got Chris Paul coming in, traditionally a guy with the ball in his hands again, you know, and making the decision and making the reads and all that. And so I'm curious. Last, last night to me, it wasn't representative of the way they're actually going to play mm-hmm. because the biggest cogs offensively wasn't out there. The other thing was, and I saw Cam and Mace talk about this on It Is What It Is, and I laughed pretty hard because it's an observation I had from the preseason as well. Yeah. Where Cam said he watched Chris Paul a couple times in the preseason walk up to guys and be like, oh, if you cut like this, that, <laughs> then I can do it. And, and Cam was like, bro, they've had the best offense for 10 years. How about you just run their stuff? Like, how about you stop trying to be the, I'm the smartest guy in the room. I'm going to explain to you how to play basketball better yeah. when they've done it, I think, pretty well. It's like coming in while Michelangelo is painting the Sistine Chapel and being like, you know what? I think if you put the ladder this way, mm-hmm. it's like, I think A little bit more purple. Like, if yeah. you use a little bit more purple here, then it brings out the eyes and, and, also, and Jesus or whatever. Yeah. Also, Chris Paul taking that first shot and just bricking it was... Yeah. And then he was 0 for 6 at one point. Anyway. 
All right. Good, good luck. Should... I don't mean to be me. I don't oh, know like why I'm so doesn't. down it's, on Chris Paul, but like osmosis. Trust me. Okay. <laughs> this room no. is very small, ladies and gentlemen. No, save me. Okay. All right. Question number three: If he stays healthy, will this season be all about Wembenyama, and will the Spurs need to be good for him to win Rookie of the Year? Yes and no. Wait, is that yes and no as in like yes, no? He, no, yes, he can win yeah. Rookie of the Year if he stays healthy, even if the Spurs are not, well, and the question, if they're not good. question is, will it be all about him? I don't know what that means, the season being all about him. Well, I mean, I think he's going to be a big part of it if he's that good and if he is in Rookie of the Year contention. Also, the Magic, Paolo Bancaro won it last year, yeah. and they only won 34 games, so I don't think the Spurs will need to be good. But I do think he's like stretch arms. I mean, it's just like insane watching him i'm very excited no nobody ever has to be good to win rookie of the year. right literally there's never been like oh but his team was garbage that's never happened in any discussion about rookie of the year i should put a bet on that i feel like that's the most obvious about him winning rookie of the year yeah but then it's like well I, I will th- i jinx it will he get hurt there you go see that <laughs> like does involving myself in the action change the act was it schrodinger's principle or whatever yeah his cat yeah or something like that um, Schrodinger's Wembenyama. Schrodinger's <laughs> Wembenyama. The, the crazy thing is, I think every time he does something amazing, mm-hmm. it will captivate everyone because of the freak show nature of it. Yeah. The question is, how often is he going to do something amazing? Okay. Right? Because yeah. we're damn sure not going to pay attention to them because they're not going to be winning a whole lot of games. So it's literally the only time we're going to talk about the Spurs is Wembenyama did something again. I feel like they might be winning a lot of games. Where's the camera? Yes. See? Here? Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. I mean, how quickly into the season does a team figure out that they don't have it and how? Typically, 20 games is enough, provided you have your roster. Uh-oh. Right? So, Under the wire there. Like that, the, all the, the second hand was great. It's 20 games, right? <laughs> 20 games uh, for a team, 500 minutes for a player. It's mm-hmm. typically, they, you are what you are at, at that point. Everything else is just kind of a reiteration of that. Obviously, that's not counting teams that make a massive deal at the de- deadline or, you know, or during the year. Right. That's not counting teams that are missing uh, key players. So, for example, if Golden State misses Draymond for another 18 games. Whatever we, or 19 games, excuse me, whatever version of them that is, that's not who they are. Right. Even if they miss, if he misses another 10 games and he comes back for the second 10, it's like, that's not really representative because you didn't have him for 10 games and then the other 10 games is him coming back and them trying to figure it out and him ru- shaking off whatever rust he has. But 20 games slash 500 minutes, pretty much, you, you know, okay, this is who you are. Right. Um, notable exceptions. When I worked in Phoenix in 2009, 2010, I think we started the year something like 15 and four. And then we went like 16 and 20. And then we ended the year some ridiculous streak. And we didn't. Wild. Make, all, all it was was just lineup changes. We started with one lineup and then we, um, then people kind of caught on uh-huh. to what we were doing because it was so mind blowing. What do you mean their center is going to shoot threes and they're just going to spread the floor? Yeah. You're welcome, basketball. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> but then we, at some point, we switched our starting center from Channing Fry to Robin Lopez, brought Channing Fry off the bench, and that kind of brought more balance to what we were trying to do, and yeah. we end the season on a great note. But again, like that's that's a rarity. Usually, you are who you are at 20 games. Yeah. All right. 500 minutes is more than I work out in a year. So, 
just sometimes I sometimes I think about the level of physical activity these guys are doing. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's a long season, and then I'm like, they have to play it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, does that, that word count? That is word count. So, how about you hit the gym now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> this couch reminds me of something. Sofa. <laughs> yeah. No, but like the, there's a there's a it's like a specific kind. It's like a couch that's in a place usually. Like there's a specific place where a couch like this is. The living room. Ding 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 ding. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.